they're the people that survive like this because <laughs> they learn real quick run I, you know what i mean like it's this doesn't end well Welcome to the What's Already podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Yeah, better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Yeah, let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, go ahead, hit that follow, subscribe, like, bell notification buttons. Hit them all. They help us grow the podcast. Tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Tell your family about us. Tell everyone about us. Strangers on the street. We're we are a family-friendly podcast here. Don't tell Michael Myers so about us, please. <laughs> yeah. hey, you can leave that shit out. <laughs> With that, we are here to talk about the movie Halloween Ends. It was released October 14th, 2022. It was written by Paul Brad Logan. It was directed by David Gordon Green. I love a movie about a serial killer that's written and directed by three named peoples. And stars a three named person: Jamie Lee Curtis, Andy Matichak, James Co- Jude Courtney, Rohan Campbell, Will Patton, Jesse Boyd, Michael Barberi, Destiny Moan, Martine, and Joey Harris. The saga of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode comes to a spine-chilling climax in the final installment of this trilogy. I feel like that was a very generous uh, synopsis. Spine-chilling? Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like it was Someone very generous. Someone used a thesaurus for that one. Yeah, yeah. Can we just get this out of the way? The physics of this first death, like, what is going on here? You get locked, and he's kicking it, hits the kid with the doorknob in the face, somehow has enough force to knock him over the railing and falls down and dies. Like, I was just unimpressed. Thoroughly unimpressed. Yeah, I think the angle was wrong. I think if, like, if the door was lined up directly in front of the banister, I'd have been more okay with it. Maybe. Is the kid even that tall to get knocked over the banister? Yeah, I, I obviously uh, was. I, <laughs> it just it, it turned me off. Like that it started with that. I was just like, yeah, okay. I mean, there were worse unrealistic deaths in the show. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. But it just started with that. I I knew immediately we were going downhill. And I mean, there was a girl who was run over with a freaking tow truck stuck in a fence, and she was still breathing for a very long time. <laughs> I was like, weird. Good genetics right there is yeah. what that is. She had to be alive to say, what did she say? You're like, going to die or you're, you're going to die. Yeah. And like, say it so calmly. I was like, oh, glad that your voice box is still working. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, look, I didn't expect this movie to be good. We watched it because it's October and it's Halloween. And you Charles expected voted to see Michael it. Myers though, not this stupid Corey jerk. Yeah, I don't understand what they were trying to do. And this, again, is what what happens when you get away from having good writers. Right. Part of the reason that like, so I I know you guys didn't do this, but I watched Halloween Kills right before I watched this because I was never seen it. Insane. Yeah, but I'd never seen it. I saw the Halloween, the one where John Carpenter came back and I was curious if like how it would go. But like you can tell the writing on, I mean, it's a third one. They're like, we're going to do another money grab because yeah, it was just bad. It was just bad. I was a bit of a conundrum 
or an impasse with this film, JJ, Uh-oh. because I'm the resident coward of the podcast, right? That's fair. And uh, we've watched two scary movies so far, both of which haven't scared me at all. So I feel like <laughs> yeah. I'm coming to this precipice of danger where if I go a little bit farther, JJ's just going to keep pushing me, pushing me, pushing me to watch scarier, scarier stuff. And then next thing you know, I'm going to be stuck in a sewer with Michael Myers or Pennywise wondering how the fuck I got here. You know, don't worry. I already have a feeling that myself and Charles are going to ruin your November. No, gosh. Cause calling out sick whole month. Wait, I gotta watch another horror movie? I'm putting it in a list. Nah, I'm freaking downvoting that hard. Well, you don't get a vote. You're not a Patreon. Well, I can <laughs> vote before they get to Charles. <sighs> That's the, the uh, beauty of being me. No, this was not a scary movie at all. Like, yeah. even the, the deaths wasn't even over the top gruesome. Like, it was actually pretty, like, Low key in my because I've seen some of these other ones before. The only one that I was like, "Whoa, that's a way to die!" is when he freaking took the the welding tool and oh, yeah. <laughs> burned the dude's face, uh, like, like right in his whoa. mouth. The, even the DJ one, I was like, "Yeah, I've kind of seen that before." We cut the tongue off and let it spin, but the yeah, the welding one, I was like, oh, "Man, that's that's the way to go right there." Yeah, well, and I'm kind of pissed because like I thought seriously when he when he ran her over with the freaking the fence in the truck. Like I thought we were going to see like the chain link with like parts of her sticking through the, like I was like, she's toast. And then she's laying under there screaming and I get, she needed to be the distraction, but I was like, that's lame. Like she's not alive. Like there's no way, like he hit her full on. And then you watch her get run over with both front and back tires. She I thought right. when Corey went in there, he got dragged in, he had face-to-face with Myers that he had, like, a, Michael Myers was transferring his powers into yeah. him, and that's where I thought we were going. But then, obviously, it wasn't that way, and we had, like, a low-powered Michael Myers, basically, because he was older. But then I was like, this dude doesn't die, so why? So he just all of a sudden lost his abilities. It, it got confusing, and then Corey started doing all this on his own. I was like, where's this coming from? How did this even happen? And I just started to get confused about, well, is this a Michael Myers film, or is this just some dude going insane and trying to be like a mini Michael Myers? I didn't really get it. It felt like you had two storylines that were being written, or they started off with this whole, like, well, let's have the soul of Michael Myers or the anger, or the whatever of Michael Myers transfer to this kid. And then they were like, they bailed on it halfway through. And we're just going to make him a little nuts. Like, like what was up with the team kill with the, the nurse and the doctor? Like, what was that? Don't know. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that scene was, but I didn't get, why was Michael Myers there too? Showing the kid the ropes. This is how you don't screw up. Yeah. I, I guess. <laughs> And geez, yeah. flirt to flirt to promote. <laughs> Why hey, I would have promoted her. I, I'm just saying <laughs> that was a fiery redhead right there. She's dumb as a box of rocks, but she was that's true ginger power right there. Yeah, I just the whole time I didn't I didn't get it. Like I got why he maybe wanted to get, kill the kids, like Okay, like I could get that, but where did his motivation is all of a sudden start killing people? Like I said, I really feel like watching it, 
they started going, well, we'll have, this is going to be our new Michael Myers and we're going to transfer. And, and then they just didn't like, I think they went, nah, this is too hokey or we don't like this. Someone came in and said no. And then you think so? Yeah, I really do like that to me, like it screams, we have a plan, but that's been done before. You know what I mean? Like that's not, that's like the whole premise of fucking Chucky, right? Like is the soul gets passed to different, to the Chucky doll and then to some kids. And then, so, I mean, it's like, we've seen that shit before. So it wasn't something that I'm sure they went, no, we don't want to be that. Let's just use Michael Myers influence as something that brings out that darkness that's in there because of what happened. But they just, it was just clunky because the problem is, and this is the problem with almost all horror movies, especially is that when you go to watch a horror movie, there's an expectation of, jump scares, gore, murder, mayhem. And it's hard to write a good, interesting, uh, JJ, let me story. pause you there and poor decisions. Please throw that in there. Well, of course. I mean, that's, that's just human nature is poor decisions, but I don't make any poor decisions when it comes to scary shit. Well, that's fair. <laughs> um, but it's like, but it's, it's so it's hard to in, inject a quality storyline or intriguing dialogue into horror movies. Finding that balance is difficult. That's why to me, a lot of these horror television shows that are coming out on Netflix and play on a Hulu places like that, starting with American horror story, like they really triggered. We can do a lot with horror if we have more time because we can still inject all of those things that people go to horror for and yet still have a good storyline and interesting acting, good acting. And we can hire big names, things like that. So like to me, and I have mentioned this before on podcast too, like the first, the haunting of Hill house, that's some of the best cinema television, whatever you want to call it. I've ever seen still to this day, especially in horror, but it's not just because it's horror. It's because the characters are interesting. The story is interesting. It's, but you can't, it's hard to do that with a horror movie, especially one like Michael Myers, where everything's so unbelievable as it is. Because uh, here's the other thing. So you guys didn't see this, but in Halloween Kills, like there's this line where it talks about the reason Michael Myers doesn't die is because of the fear that he's created in this town makes him thrive. And I'm like, so what's he a living Freddy Krueger now? Like, I'm like, Jesus, now he's this cross Michael Myers, who was the original slasher, has now become a cross between the two slashers that he spawned, Jason and Freddy. Yeah, because that's Freddy's thing. Yeah, that's Freddy's thing, is that the fear is what he feeds on and what keeps him around. And Jason's this lumbering fucking tank tank that just kills everybody slowly by walking slowly until they do something dumb. And Michael Myers was creepy as shit because he's just this psycho that breaks out of fucking... Oh, like the originals. So so good. Because it's not even like over-the-top violence. It's just like He's constantly there behind the bushes or, and then all of a sudden he's popping like out of nowhere. We didn't even get any good Michael Myers stare downs or like, mm-hmm. like none of that really. I was like, man, you didn't even give me that. Like we didn't even get that. No, you got that one weird one from Corey doing the, the quintessential Michael Myers yeah, half yeah, behind the, the bush looking at Lori. And I'm like, that's not as effective because I'm not looking at a and then where shitty he go? How Shatner did he, match. Or how mask. did he get behind here? Like, yeah. oh, where? Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for your daughter. Like, whatever, shapeshifter, mother effer. Like, that's Michael <laughs> Myers. Shiz. You're just a normal dude. Uh, that's, it was just a jump scare. They were trying to get Alec there. Stupid. Didn't work because yeah. 
I was still questioning when did band geeks become the bullies of the world? I was yanked out of this movie <laughs> that very instant. And I spent the entirety remaining of this film contemplating how the strong, silent wrestler or offensive lineman that is typically the bad guy is just, you know, fiddling around with his drumsticks. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. This dude who weighs 135 pounds soaking wet is in any way, shape, or form intimidating Corey Cunningham. Yeah. I'm not buying it. Dude. I had the same exact thought. Look, I played football. I played baseball. I played basketball. I played all the sports. I was also a band geek. None of my band geek friends were these people. Not even, they were the other side of this deal. Like they're the people that survive shit like this. <laughs> Cause they learn real quick. Run. I, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> this doesn't end well for people like you. I don't, I don't see the band geeks spending time at the junkyard in the middle of the night. No, that's because yeah. the physics in this show is messed up. They push him and he goes off. I'm like, dude, the dude is like almost twice his size. Yeah. He didn't push him. He fucking hucked him off the well, side yeah, of the I, cut, I was like, like, that's not happening. Yeah. No, I'm with you. When it was the band geeks, I was like, no, no. Yeah. So I was pulled out immediately. And then I, that was, <laughs> I spent the entire movie trying to figure out what their goal was with this. Yeah. We also didn't talk about the ridiculous dance scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> what was that? I don't know. What they, I don't know what that was. It made white people look real bad at dancing is what it made me think. Of. I like, mean, man, we are, but. <laughs> you knock a couple of drinks back and then you just start convulsing on the floor, apparently. They're like, I don't know what was going on there. I was confused. He was letting loose. Cut loose. It's a, thing, cut loose. it's a good thing she thought he was attractive because that shiz would have been a turnoff for many people. Yeah, this movie was a mess. Like, And you can tell, because it was a year ago, or I think it was just only a year ago, that the other one came out, that Halloween Kills came out. And it, so you can tell that it's like, oh shit, hurry up. This actually made some money and did decently well for what it was. Let's, let's do it. Because the original, when they redid Halloween... And brought in Jamie Lee Curtis, and it was actually decent because John Carpenter was directly involved, so it made good money. Then this shit happened, and I, I don't fucking get it. But there's a reason that it's on Peacock, yeah. At the yeah. same time that it releases in the theater, because they knew it was garbage. Yeah, they're just trying to bolster money. It's they didn't do anything right in this. They didn't get good killing scenes. It clearly didn't make any sense. They didn't show me enough Michael freaking Myers. Like, he was barely in it. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that bothered me, too, about this whole trilogy, at least the last two, the, when I watched Halloween Kills and this one, like, Michael Myers has always been this, like, physically intimidating yeah. specimen. And I'm like, stop taking his mask off because he just looks like an old man with leprosy on his forehead. Like, I just can't deal with how he looked like even the ones that Rob Zombie made, which were terrible movies. He got Tyler Maine to play Michael Myers. So this is this monstrous human being chasing down other hum- smaller, much smaller human beings. So it had that intimidation and holy shit factor. This one, I'm like, every time they take his mask off, I'm like, dude, his beard's like weird and patchy. Like, <laughs> Oh, he looks the like fact, Smoth from the Goonies. Yeah. The fact For that real. he got beat by like a what a sixty year old lady, sixty five year old lady, like at least 
It can't go down like that. Yeah. She puts the knives in him, the refrigerator, and he still can take his, his arm out of that and grab her. I'm like, well, if he's got the strength to do like, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> he's just picking shoes when he's weak then. Well, and that's, I was laughing too. Cause she sticks the first one through his hand and I'm like, he just threw her around his house like a rag doll. If he can't pull that <laughs> knife out of that table that she slammed through his hand and the freaking cutting board countertop, come on. What the hell happened to this dude? And a fridge? Like, that fridge wasn't that heavy. Yeah, Michael Myers' bench is like 3,000 pounds. <laughs> like, deadlifts like 5,000. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, for that, I mean, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks with She-Hulk is they didn't earn the moment of him ripping his, you know, hand through the knife because there's no buildup to show that he was even capable of that. Like we see him get his ass handed to him by Corey Cunningham in the sewer when he steals his mask. You know, we have all these moments to show that he's an old man. Like he's not getting around anymore. Yeah. So they don't earn this kind of gotcha moment when he's able to get up off the table. Unless you've seen the previous movie. Halloween Kills is like by far the better slaughter movie. Like there's like half the town gets murdered in Halloween Kills. Well, yeah, some of like the stuff they showed in like the flashbacks. I was like, man, I need to watch that one. Dude, like, I'm telling you, yeah. there's some brutal fucking deaths in that I'm one. Good. This dude in a car gets a knife like through his eye socket and it goes up here and out the top of his head. And then he just kind of let like lays down with the knife handle sticking out of his eyeball. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then this one chick gets smacked and she shoots herself through the chin. There's some brutal kills in Halloween Kills. It's it was uh, they went yeah they didn't they get anything right there wasn't this, anything yeah this one was not it was tame but we still haven't even no one's done a good like even a half a good theory about what the hell they were trying to do with Corey and Michael Myers except that they were going to and then like if that is the case like. I just don't know how you can even let that happen. You just know you made a garbage movie. You scrap it halfway through and try to bring them back. Well, and that's what, so that's what happens with movies like this. They only have a certain amount of budget. So they make this film and they're going, and then they're watching the dailies going, this sucks balls. We need to not do it this way. And so then they have to change it in the middle because it costs too much money to go back and reshoot everything that you've shot. So you just have this weird fucking transition from one story line thought to another they're not going to go back and spend money because I already know they're probably going to lose money on this. It's just how do we lose the little least amount of money or maybe make a little bit plot twist. Corey Cunningham was supposed to be Michael Myers kid. What she you get away with stuff like that. They got without... the initials down perfectly. Corey Cunningham, CC. Yeah. Michael Myers. I wouldn't have my, like, well, I would have been dumb. I wouldn't have minded. That's what you do in horror stuff like this, but there was, there was no connection. Yeah. If they had leaned into the his stuff transferred and he started to become Michael Myers and they were going to reincarnate the series, I'd be like, all right, it's their money grab, but at least it made sense. Yeah. And I'm wondering if maybe they started out thinking, we'll reboot the series with this. And somebody went, nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and that, so then they changed gears to Halloween end. Which I'm also fine with because I'm like, look, if you really finally put this puppy to bed, let it go to bed. They won't. Somebody will fucking reboot it. When's the last time years. they made a, a Freddy Krueger movie? Has oh, it been a while? It's been a while. They tried doing it in 2009, I think. They rebooted it with... And the actor, I was surprised it was as bad as it was. Because the actor that they got was the guy that played Rorschach in the Watchmen movie. 
and he's creepy as shit. And I thought he was going to kill it, but the the movie was wasn't that great. I think I've seen that one, and it wasn't very good. It wasn't very good. But these movies were never meant to be. This is another one of those things where they made money in the seventies, eighties, late seventies, early eighties, and early nineties because it was new and it was it was daring and it was violent. Horror movies weren't that way before the late before the original Halloween. Most horror movies, especially mainstream horror movies, were more like Psycho, where they left a lot to your imagination, which I appreciate in horror movies. Like Psycho is one of the creepiest, most frightening movies out there, in my opinion, because you don't actually see a lot of murder and you don't know. You're just like, this is fucking creepy. Should watch that. We should do that. We should. It's a great movie. But where Alex nodding his head, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen Psycho. Yeah, Psycho's oh, an amazing not, movie. Man, Hitchcock's amazing. Hitchcock. Yeah. Love Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, it's a yeah. Hitchcock. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a those past. Is it been black and white? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> F you, JJ. You didn't even save me from saying yes to that piece. What kind of friend are you? I, I heard a yes, JJ. Yeah, I did too. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm freaking Alex gonna nod his head. <laughs> I'm gonna forget I said that. I'm gonna Come wash on, my dude. mouth out with soap. Psycho is black and that's why Hitchcock's the king of horror. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Is. Oh, he he, is. I know he is. I've seen he is. he is good at because it. Because he leaves your mind yeah, to work against you. You make I, it scary, I, not I, him. I'm, I will take that back. Hitchcock knows what he's doing. Yeah, Hitchcock. Too late. It's going on TikTok. Hitchcock. <laughs> Hitchcock's the man. But so when this were coming out, it was different. Like they, you were seeing violence, you were seeing slasher. It was a new thing. And so it became popular and it was creepy. I remember growing up, like you'd hear Freddy Krueger's voice. I mean, Will Smith made a fucking song about Freddy Krueger. Like, so it was that popular in that time. The problem is, is we live in an age where it's kind of going back the other direction to where we don't care about the shock and awe as much as we do a little bit of shock and awe riddled in with good storytelling, good acting, good writing. Well, yeah, because we're so desensitized. Like you've seen a million knife plunges with too much blood. Like that's just... That's a common Tuesday. Well, and for most of us, jump scares <laughs> don't have the same effect. Like we we understand the the nuance and the chemistry of a of a jump scare. I can call most jump scares coming from a mile away because I've watched. I'm a student of horror. I love horror movies, and so I yeah. most jump scares. I'm like, eh, they don't get me anymore, right? So jump scares alone don't work. You have to psychologically fuck with people again in order for horror to be effective. That's why something like The Haunting of Hill House works so well is because it's not, there's jump scares. And Matson has seen the jump scare I'm talking about. It is one of the greatest jump scares, if not the greatest jump scare I've ever seen in my life because I almost peed myself. Like... The first time I watched it, I shouted at this. I fuck like it scared me to be verbal and move away from my TV screen. It made Javier almost jump through my ceiling, literally three times. He's watched it three times. He knows what the fuck is coming and he still jumps through my ceiling. But the reason it was one of the greatest is because they set you up psychologically for nine episodes to not be prepared for this jump scare. So it's it's one of those things where horror is changing and by recreating or redoing or revisiting these films, you're going back to a time, you're trying to reproduce something that doesn't work anymore, in my opinion. 
at least not for the masses. We go see it for Alec nostalgia. will not be changing with the times. No. So my problem is I can tell when a jump scare is coming, but I have shit timing. So <laughs> I'm waiting for a wait for I'm like, there it is. And then it hits me. <laughs> that was like Javier when we did Scream, when I made him do Scream. That's why he was so mad because there was one where like – the anticipation of the jump scare was so bad that he relaxed like six times before it actually happened. And he just kept getting all, you should have seen him out in the theater. I was sitting next to him and he's wrapped <laughs> up in his hoodie, like watching the movie through his fingers. Oh, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. And then he stopped Fine. watching horror with me after that. The scaredest I've ever been though was when I went and saw signs in theaters. I was like 12 or 11 in that scene where they pause on the alien coming out of like the cornfield when they're showing like it on television or whatever down like, man, to this day, like I remember being frozen in my seat at the movie theater and just, I couldn't go to bed that night. The next day being like, I had all the lights on at night, even when they turned off and it's not even like that scary, but man, that like hit me so hard. I think the most scared I've ever been in a movie was when I was a kid and my asshole cousin, Robbie made me watch the Amityville horror, the original one, not with Ryan Reynolds, but I'm talking the 19, I think it was like 82 or something. I think I was like eight years old and it was awful. Like, Oh my God. Awful. And that one hurt me. Like even to the point where I went and saw the Ryan Reynolds version as an adult. And there was parts of it where I was like, "Mm -mm, I can't, I can't do that. You're like I can't go back to my eight year old. Yeah, because it literally like <laughs> it had it had done some damage when I was a kid. So it, yeah, it was uh, that one hurt me a lot as a kid. And then of course the Exorcist. Oof, that one was rough. The most creeped yeah. out I've been when I was older. I was what I was sixteen or seventeen. The Hills Have Eyes. I, there's two movies that I regret watching my life. Bruno's one of them. Seen that in theaters. I was like, what am I doing? Like this is just. This is not good. And then The Hills Have Eyes, my friend and I got, we watch a lot of horror movies during freshman and sophomore year. But that one still like, I definitely wouldn't watch it again for a hundred dollars right now to fully sit down and do that. I wouldn't do it. Maybe, maybe 500 maybe, but I felt very uncomfortable, just very uncomfortable watching that movie. Yeah. Another one that got me was The Ring, the original The Ring when it came uh, out. That's a good one just because it was so different. Like that was the first of the Korean horror and Korean horror is like disturbing. And so when they translated it over to, it was just like what you're talking about, Matt, so it was just uncomfortable because like there's that constant resonance sound that's going on in that movie. The color scheme with that weird blue backlighting that was, and just the girl crawling out of the goddamn TV screen with her hair over her face. Like, yep. yeah. That Al, have you seen the ring? No. Yeah, I don't think Alec. That that one hurts. I I remember seeing it in theater. Good friend of mine. We had gone to like a a nightclub on Halloween, and we got done. It was like late. Where this is way back when you go to like late movies. They'd start at like eleven o'clock. We got out of the nightclub, and I was like half in the bag. And she's like, "Do you want to go watch a movie?" I'm like, "Sure, let's go." So we go watch The Ring, and I'm like mid row. There's like four people in the theater because it's so late, and it's Halloween night. And I'm a little drunk and I'm sitting in the middle row and there's a scene at the end where this girl comes crawling out of this fucking well on this TV and then she's crawling towards it. And then like, it'll like skip. It'll like do like a little VHS, like, and then she's right up against the fucking screen. 
then her hair comes out of the TV screen and she's like crawling on all fours at this fucked up angle. And in the theater, it's so fucking big. And they zoom in on the TV that the movie theater screen looked like the TV screen. <laughs> and it almost looked like she was coming out of it. And I remember just because I'm half drunk and I'm like, I was like leaning as far back <laughs> in my movie theater seat as I could. It, I was uncomfortable. That was a creepy one. Alec, have you considered staring at a, a mirror and what is it, reciting Bloody Murder three times or whatever? Bloody Mary. It's Bloody Mary. B- Bloody Mary. And no. And it's one of the rules in my relationship with Oshi, which if she ever does it, we're done. <laughs> I love that. Have you done that, JJ? I've never oh, done yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I've done it. But I've been ghost hunting. Like, I've, I've been to, like, some of the most haunted places in the country and spent the night there and invested. Like, I love that shit. Like, I think that's the greatest shit ever JJ, if i can ever get you to go to virginia i don't like doing that stuff per se but there is a place in clifton virginia it's called bunny man's bridge yeah. and you should look up the story okay. uh definitely if it's not the most haunted place in virginia it's absolutely in the top three without a doubt but they're in like back roads virginia there's a lot of these tunnels that are like one lane tunnels that like you can only fit one car through and the bunny man apparently broke out of this sane asylum. That's like 15 minutes from this bridge. And, um, they started to find a lot of mutilated bunnies in the area, but then they were starting to find people that were like their chests were open. And these, some of these people were strung from this bridge. Uh, long story short, they thought they caught him, but then it happened again a couple of years later. And so I've been there a couple of times, but like, that's, a place where I can definitely feel that I'm not supposed to like be there. Um, it's one of the, and you probably have had way more experiences where you could just feel, well, I don't even like evil or like apprehension. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but you definitely Mm -hmm. don't feel good at times being there. You know that there's something wrong with where you're at and it's, yeah, it's, I've been there quite a few times. Okay. Alec, you can come back, buddy. To, much to Alex's chagrin, I have just figured out what my next dumb episode is going to be, though. Ah, great. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about that shit. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about it, but yeah, no, I got I got great stories, and so I yeah, like, and I've got I'll have to dig out my tape recorders and so you guys can hear some of the stuff. But coming back to the movie, long story short, did not scare me. Didn't really. Honestly, to me, really feel like a slasher or a horror movie in a sense. It felt like a relic of something that it once was, and they got confused and didn't know how to tie it together or end it, and it was just not good. Yeah, agreed. I was okay straying away from the movie because it's so bad. Like, I'd rather talk about other things. But, yeah, are we ready to rake this turd? Yeah, I'll do, do it. Yeah, I'll go first. I'm probably going to score this higher than you think. Just because there is some nostalgia for me. Like, I grew up watching slasher 80s, 90s horror movies. Like, this this is my childhood, right? So, no matter how... I love horror. Like, and, and much to Alec and poor Javier, I, used, I forced these guys to watch this shit. Because I love it. Like, it is my thing. I enjoy horror. I enjoy being scared. I enjoy being uncomfortable. Like, I like those things. So this is what I grew up watching is this kind of thing. So there is a level of nostalgia there for me that probably isn't there for the two of you, obviously. So um, it was a bad movie. It was badly written. You can tell to me, I still will stick with the fact that they changed the direction they were going mid movie because they realized this is going to be 
worse than it could be if we changed it up. So I think it was a money grab. It's a, maybe it's a, cause Jamie Lee Curtis produced all these. Maybe that's her way of getting some money in her pocket. I, I don't know. They shouldn't have made them. They need to leave Michael Myers alone. Let Halloween go. Just release on Halloween the original one in theaters every once in a while or make it easy to stream. That's plenty because the original's great. But this one, it, it was bad. It was dumb. It was a waste. It didn't even, wasn't even a good follow-up to the one previous to it. So it was just out of nowhere with some of the same actors. That's really all it was. I'm going to give it a one again, just because of my nostalgia factor. Don't watch this movie. If you want to watch horror movie, there's so many other better ones, including the original Halloween steer clear of this one. So Alec, what about you? So I actually enjoyed watching this movie <laughs> because I wasn't focused on the horror aspect or slasher aspect. I was focused on why are the band geeks, the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that kept popping up or I was almost like enjoying making fun of this movie. Mm. So I watched with Ocean, watched with her brother and they are both big Michael Myers Halloween fans. So they were kind of getting in on it. So the overall watching experience was pretty enjoyable just because of the environment. The movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like I am the easiest person to scare. It takes very, very little to freak me out and make sure I don't sleep for a week. The fact that you cannot do that given one of the best, if not the best slasher villains out there, Michael Myers, who, you know, no matter where you go, he's always there. If you can't get me to be scared or concerned in a movie, you have failed <laughs> badly. So I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5. Do better. Yeah. I almost did that myself. So with you. All right. Mattson, make sure you unmute yourself first. Sorry. It's kind of like Michael Myers in this movie. It's just not showing up. Um, this is it. You already know what I'm going to say. It's an easy 0.5. I can't give it a zero because you're way better than some things, but it was bad. I'm not, there's not even much to say. I've already said it. I didn't get my biggest qualms. I want to see more Michael Myers. Like what? Sure. Just give me the dude. Like, let me see him do his thing. And I don't want to see a weekend, like even when I did see him, it was like, he's like 90 years old and brittle and like, just get a pushover. Can't even lift a fridge. Can't even get his, his hand out of a knife, but then he can, but then he can't. It was, I don't know. They, they want him to be more powerful than not. And like, I didn't get to see him enough. I didn't care for this Corey character at all. Like what are we trying to do here? It was confusing, disappointing. If this is it, this is a bad way to go. <laughs> and just watch the original. It's, it's very good. I don't even like horror movies. That's a great movie. Good movie. Like this was just terrible. So 0.5. We'll never watch this again. Absolutely not. Yeah. It's it's shame on Peacock. Yeah, there it is. Another Halloween film in the books. Well, now I'm looking forward to JJ's dumb shit for the next one. <laughs> I haven't talked about that stuff in a while. Yeah, but there it is. Don't watch this movie. Go watch something else. Alec, tell everybody where they can find us, my friend. All right, you boys already get kicked off the internet. <clears throat> oh, shit. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our show, the hottest mess west of the Yucatan Peninsula. We are the What's Our Verdict podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome to the Thunderdome. We are not responsible for any future therapy sessions you may need after listening to us. If you are a returning listener, let us know why you keep coming back, you crazies. If you guys breathe air, 
make sure you subscribe to the channel where we guarantee to take your breath away in more ways than one. We would like to give a special thank you and shout out to JJ Screaming Goats, our wonderful patron. You, sir, are a pirate and a good man, and we appreciate your support of the channel. Tune in every Monday morning for a new movie release at 8 a.m. Pacific. So tune in wherever you get your podcasts. As always, you can reach out to us at hosts at whatsourverdict.com to let us know your verdict on our episode. Thanks, Alec. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinemagic out.